We've got a great episode for you today. Today we are talking with Dan Sheeks. Uh, he is a high school teacher, uh, well, very well known in personal finance, and he actually just came out with a brand new book called First to a Million, A Teenager's Guide to Achieving Early Financial Freedom. So in this episode, we are talking to him about how uh, someone in the younger generation can actually start to understand and navigate uh, financial freedom. So it's a really good episode. Yeah, I get asked all the time by clients and those are like, you know what? Do you have anything that you can do to help my grandchild or to help my children? Because they need to make sure that they're understanding how to save now. I just wish somebody would have told us that we need to save younger instead of waiting. Well, Dan has done that, and I am extremely excited to bring this to you. By the way, if uh, you're listening to this and you want to know how to go get this, we've got it on the website in the show notes. You'll be able to go find all of the information there about Dan. Uh, if you've not checked out, though, our blog page, we have tons of articles around getting ready for and living throughout retirement. So make sure you check that out as well. But before we get into the website, I'm sorry, the uh, podcast, uh, we have a quick disclosure. The information contained in this podcast is intended to provide general information only and not to be considered individualized advice. Different types of investments carry different levels of risk. As always, please contact your financial professional for advice appropriate to your situation. Enjoy the show. Welcome to the Secure Your Retirement Podcast. This is the place where high achieving professionals come to gain confidence on how to successfully navigate their transition into and life during retirement. There's no such thing as a passive retirement plan. To have a successful financial future, your plan must be actively managed. Each week, we will bring you action plans and expert interviews that will help you gain insights, learn fresh perspectives, and finally experience peace of mind about your retirement. Here to help you achieve your dream retirement and live the life you deserve are your hosts, certified financial planners, Raiden Stancil and Merce Tariq. Welcome everyone to our uh, podcast here on Monday, where we are looking always to bring an expert to the table, somebody that can bring value not only to us, uh, but also to our listeners. And today we have a guest, his name is Dan Sheeks, and he has a book that has just come out uh, to help young people. And I'm going to let him kind of explain all that. But before I get too far into this, uh, I just want to say, Dan, thank you so much for coming on and talking with us and and sharing with us uh, some of the work you're doing. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for having me. Excited to be here and and uh, um, ready to talk about all this uh, all this great stuff that's going on. Well, good. Well, and you know, for all of our listeners, you know, our show is really for individuals that are planning for uh, retirement or living through retirement. We know retirement means a lot of different things to a lot of different people. Um, it, basically, not having to worry and 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 think about money anymore, so to speak. Um, but uh, we get this all the time from our clients or people that'll talk to us and I'll go, hey, what do you have that can help young people? And I will tell you myself and my partner, Merce, who's always on the show with me, he just had a conflict today. Um, you know, we, we always telling them, hey, we've got things that we could share with them. We got things that we could help them with, but we just don't have the structure right now to be able to help that, that group. That's just not what we're set up to do. So we're always looking. So when I saw... Uh, the information about you, I, I said, wow, I want to make sure we have them on because I know there's a lot of grandparents and parents that listen that say, yes, I need something to help my grandchildren. So could you just give us a little bit of maybe your background, how you got started down this path of you know financial independence and the idea of writing the book and, and what motivates you in that area? 
yeah, I'll try to do my best to keep that concise. Um, uh, but yeah, thanks for having me on. I think, I think you're right, Raiden, that most of your listeners who are interested in retirement and getting to a, a place of financial security um, probably have some young people in their lives, teenagers or you know, Gen Z, 20s, who they would like to pass down information to. And so um, that's one of the reasons I created uh, my community, my online community, and, and wrote the book um, was to help young people learn about money, make better financial decisions early in their life to set themselves up for a, a bright financial future. And so <clears throat> my background a little bit, I'm a, I am a high school, public high school business teacher. I've, I've been teaching for almost 20 years. Um, I teach business classes like financial, uh, financial literacy, personal finance, entrepreneurship, marketing. Um, and I love my job. <clears throat> I love working with young people, but what I found is that the, the public school system isn't really supportive of the idea of financial literacy for our young people. Um, very few states uh, have that as a requirement, especially like a personal finance class, which I think is doing a disservice to our youth. Um, but I also found that that's a very tough road to hoe to try and fight that battle. So I, I just said, where else can I reach young people if I can't do it? you know, in the classroom, um, because I teach the class, but it is an elective. So a very small percentage of students in my high school will take the class. So, you know, I just I went online. I started with a blog site um, that quickly grew into uh, a more robust website with different resources. I created the Sheik's Freaks online community, which is a platform where young people can join to connect with other like-minded young people, people who are very highly motivated and interested in making sound financial decisions, um, interested in investing, interested in early financial independence. And then I, and then I wrote the book. The book was kind of like a natural um, offshoot of, of the community, the online community. So the book, which is called First to a Million, uh, will be published by Bigger Pockets, um, along with the workbook that goes with the book. Um, they were released last December, 2021. Um, they're doing well. And those books are just, they're specifically for teenagers and getting them introduced to the strategies, concepts, and topics of early financial independence. Very good. Now, I know in just reading some of your uh, information, uh, it, you talk about this FIRE movement. Could you explain what that is and what that means? Yeah, for those who aren't familiar, the FIRE movement, um, FIRE stands for Financial Independence Retire Early, um, which is a great acronym, but I, most people who are in the FIRE community, I, I am in there, we don't love the word retire. That's a little bit, a little bit misleading, but the idea is that if you make different financial money choices early in life or, or anytime, really, um, you engage in frugality, um, some kind of a side hustle, perhaps uh, a high savings rates and smart investing that you can reach a point where you are financially independent. Um, some people call it financially free uh, earlier than age 65. So um, people in the community are doing it, you know, in their 50s, 40s, 30s, some even as young as in their 20s. Um, but it's not like those people then stop working and contributing for the rest of their life. They are still creating, 
they're just free to do what they want when they want. So they might start a different business. They might pursue a passion of theirs. They might volunteer and give back more, but they have the freedom of time to decide uh, where do they want to spend their time rather than where do I have to spend my time? Very good. Now, you know, in my business, and I've been doing this for like a little over 20 years, I work with individuals that are typically 55 years of age and older. And I do know just in what we've worked with, a lot of times when you start talking to people, you know, and you run the numbers, we used to do this all the time. If a person at 20 or 18 or young just saved a little bit of money for a very long period of time, it, it's so powerful. Most people don't do that. Most people say, I'll save when I get bet, you know, when I make more, or I'll do this when I make more, when I, when this situation or that situation occurs, or uh, it, the most of the people that would don't get real serious about money and planning until they're in their forties. And then they're just like behind the eight ball the whole time. So I've got a question for you around this idea of working with young people. How do you find what's the best way to motivate a young person you know, teenager, late teens, how do you motivate them to get, you know, to start looking at their future when it comes to finances? Yeah, there are, there are things you can do to, to pique their interest for sure. Um, but unfortunately the bottom line is you can't make, you can't make a young person uh, want to learn about money and fun in their financial future. Just like any, any parents out there will understand you can't make a teenager want to clean their room. You can offer them a hundred bucks, but if they don't want to do it, they're just not going to do it. Right. Uh, so the same is kind of true with um, financial literacy and young people. Uh, we can definitely pique their interest with ideas around early financial independence or the compound effect, like you mentioned, showing them the numbers of if you invest just a little bit, starting at a very early age, 18, 19, 20, how massive that difference is than if they started, say, in their 40s. Um, based on a typical retirement age of 65. Um, and sometimes that, you know, I, I show that in my class all the time, and that will get many of their attention to say, wow, I, that doesn't make sense to me, but I can see the numbers work. So there's something there that I need to pay attention to. Um, but not every kid, you know, not every student is sold on it out of the gate. So I think as parents, we can do a lot in the house, include them in paying when we pay our bills every month, include them in that, include them in the budgeting, uh, open up your books and show your, your students or your, your children where your investments are, why they're there, how they're doing, um, what your savings rate is, uh, what investments are in your 401k or, or IRA, um, and just have those conversations around the dinner table, driving to the grocery store, um, have, have a, a high school student or, or, or child plan your next vacation give them a budget and see what they can come up with. So kind of make it fun, but in the end, you can't make a teenager do anything. Right. I hope that you are enjoying the show. By the way, if you are in or nearing retirement and are someone who wants to gain clarity on what questions you should be asking, learn what the biggest retirement myths are and identify what you could be doing to achieve peace of mind for your retirement, get started today by requesting your complimentary video course, Four Steps to Secure Your Retirement. To access the course, simply visit pomwealth.net forward slash podcast. If you're new here or you haven't done this yet, this is definitely the first step to get started in applying these principles to your life. So head over to pomwealth.net forward slash podcast and check us out. 
So one of the things I was reading as I was reading through your information was this idea about how to help a young person with their credit score. And this is kind of interesting when I got a son who's almost 19 and um, a, a daughter who's 16. And so we were talking with him in particular, and he's doing really well and in, in trying to, you know, he actually started his own little business and he's wanting to grow up, but he didn't talk to me necessarily about this, but he decided he was going to apply for some credit because he knew he was 18. He could do it. Interestingly, his score was like 740. That he didn't get the credit and the or the, the the deal was not approved. And the main reason why is because he didn't have any history. We actually set up a a, a joint credit card for him uh, so that he was on the credit card. We did that early when he was like uh, 15, so that he kind of got some of that benefit of that being paid every month. Um, and he kind of viewed it as his card, but it was a joint card, so I could see what was going on. What what is your uh, um, what do you teach on that as far as helping young people build their credit? You know, because they don't have history or brand new at this whole thing. Yeah, it's a good question. And I think what you did, Raiden, was was exactly what I would recommend. Uh, as parents, um, we should be adding our teenagers onto our existing credit cards as an authorized user. Um, first, double checking that that credit card company will indeed report the on-time payments to the teenager's individual credit history. Most do, but just make a phone call to make sure that's accurate. Um, or or if, you know, if the young person is listening, ask your parents to add you as an authorized user. And then I, I think that's a great strategy because then as a parent, you get to oversee them using the credit card while they're still at home, while it's somewhat controllable, right? Um, I, I would allow them to make mistakes, allow them to charge too much, allow them to go over their limits and have the appropriate consequences and, and tough talks after they do make mistakes, but allow them to make them. Um, and and as, as you can see with, with your son, uh, having an authorized user, them on as an authorized user will start building their credit score even before 18. That's really the only strategy before 18 when I talk to young people in my community that I work with, I tell them, you know, the day you turn 18, roll out of bed, go to your computer and apply for your first credit card. When you turn 19, apply for your second. And when you turn 19 and a half, apply for your third. Make sure you're using every one every month, paying off the full balance on time every month. So maybe one is for food, one is for gas for your car, and one is for everything else. Um, now, that is with an asterisk in that that young person does need to understand what responsible credit card use looks like. Um, I don't want any and every team going out and doing what I just said. But if we have trained them and educated them well, then they absolutely should be able to handle three credit cards. And with three credit accounts being used every month, being paid off every month on time, their credit score will grow extremely quickly. Now, you cannot... There is no loophole or shortcut to building the length of credit history. That, that just takes time. But all the other components of a credit score, um, we can just start hammering them as soon as they turn 18. So what are some of the things that you teach in your book and through the workbook? What's a young person going to get from that? Like, um, are they going to get strategies? Or are they going to get specifics or get ideas? Like kind of what's the, I guess, the the drive of what they're going to get out of the book or in, and I, I mean, you said there's a workbook too. 
Yeah, both both the book and the workbook. Uh, the book is more the foundation. It, it lays out some of the things we've been talking about, building a credit score, responsible credit card use, uh, what is good debt versus bad debt, um, what are real assets versus false assets. It kind of lays the, the foundation of some personal finance stuff. But the real purpose of the book is to build up a mindset around the idea that you do not have to, although you can, as a young person, you do not have to follow that typical American dream pathway of go to high school, get good grades, go to college, get good grades, get a good job, you know, get married, have 2.3 kids and a dog and a white picket fence and work till you're 65 and then live the good life. There are other options out there if you do things differently that it will allow you to reach financial freedom before age 65. So just introducing them to that option. I don't tell anyone what to do and I never will. Um, everyone's story is personal, but I think it is a great idea for young people or anyone to, to know that there are other options than working till you're 65 and then let them decide now that they know hopefully what all their options are. Do I wanna be on this end of the spectrum? Do I wanna go till I'm 65 or anywhere in between? What is my goal? What fits my what, what fits my ideal life the best? Do, do you find that there's like things that you try to bring up to, I guess, educate a young person to say, hey, here's something, here's an avenue you could go down. Maybe they don't even know their mind's not even open to things that they could invest in or things that they could go into at a young age. Do you walk them through scenarios like that or just like expand their thinking a little bit? Like, oh, I didn't even know I could go and invest in something like, you know, in, in that particular world. Yeah, most, most young people are pretty, pretty brand new, right? Especially when it comes to investing. So the book walks them through um, opening their first brokerage account, um, which is extremely intimidating to most people who've never done it, but actually is a pretty simple process. Um, and it actually, it'll walk them through how to do it um, with a parent before they're 18 to have a joint account in a, in a brokerage account. Um, and then depending on their, their level of confidence and the parents' involvement, perhaps they could even make some small investments in that brokerage account before turning 18 um, with their own money. Uh, but, but either way, when they turn 18, they can open your brokerage account, start making investments um, in the stock market. I recommend index funds, but we talk about different options there too. Uh, and so, yeah, it, it's, you know, I, as a teacher, one of our, I think a superpower of most teachers is that we can, we should be able to explain things articulately in a way that pretty much anyone can understand them. If I have a classroom of 30 kids, my job is to make sure they all understand the topic I'm talking about. So I, I hope that translated into my book. And so when I talk about something like opening a brokerage account or starting to invest or tracking your expenses or um, having a high savings rate, that I explain it in a way that all young people can understand and, then, and not feel intimidated and feel like they can actually do that for themselves. So let's say a, per, a young person goes out, buys the book, gets the workbook, they're doing this and they're just trying to think it through. I know you said you have an online community. I think that's what you said earlier. Is that a resource? Is that something that you, have you built something or is there some way that they could go, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm in the middle of this and maybe they need a little bit of assistance or they would like to hear from other people. Like how does that mm -hmm. work within what you've built? Yeah, that, that's where that online community comes in. So 
people who've read my book uh, or even young people who haven't. The online community has been around for a couple of years. The book's only been released for a month. Um, and so the young people in the community, it, it's actually really amazing for me to watch as a facilitator, but it's that Jim Rohn quote, right? You, you are the four or five people you spend the most time with. And so in that community, these highly motivated young people who want to maximize their financial future are then around other people like them, um, the same mindset, the same age, and they hold each other accountable. They support each other. They share resources. They talk about where they're at, where they, where they want to go. There's different topics. We call their groups inside the community. There's about 40 different topics. So if they are specifically interested in say cryptocurrency or specifically interested in maybe um, mindset discussions or entrepreneurship, they can go into that group and find even a more niche group of young people and connect with them. And it's, it's kind of like a Facebook group, but on steroids, it's much more um, robust than a Facebook group, the community that we have. There's a free version and there always will be. There is also a paid version. Um, with some extra features. Uh, it's only $100 a year, but you know, I encourage anyone to try out that free version and, and connect with other young people. It's, it's amazing what they're doing in that group. Well, uh, this is fantastic, Dan. I think what you put together here is uh, really, really, really needed. I know that in the work I do, I know it's needed. I get asked about it all the time. And um, I, I know this is going to be a benefit to young people. So could you just share with us the maybe some of the different places that somebody can go, whether to get the book, go to check out the online community or your website, contact information, whatever that might be the best way for people to find out more? Yeah, I'd love to. And thanks for the opportunity. So um, the book, First to a Million, and the workbook, the first to the a million workbook. They are available right now at biggerpockets.com slash teen. Um, or you just bigger pockets, you'll find the bookstore. Um, if they buy both together, they get a discount. Uh, as well as the online community, they can just go to sheiksfreaks.com and join the online community. And I, I will do this. If, if any listeners or anyone comes to that community through this podcast, um, if they just... If they want to do the paid, they don't have to. They can do the free version. But if they elect to do the paid version, if they enter a discount code, secure your retirement, all one word, all lowercase, they'll get a nice discount on that annual membership fee as well. Well, that's fantastic. We'll make sure that we include all of that uh, on our website when in our show notes, as well as on any platform anybody's listening to. So they'll have all those links there really easy. But uh, thank you very, very much for taking time out of your day and coming on and talking to us about this. We certainly appreciate it. Appreciate you having me. I had a blast. Thanks for um, introducing some of your listeners to the, to the book and the community and uh, look forward to staying in touch. All right, everyone. That wraps up today's episode of the Secure Your Retirement podcast. If you found value in today's episode, we would love nothing more than for you to head on over to iTunes and give us a five-star rating and a review. Be sure to take a screenshot of the review before you submit it, and we'll send you a special gift. Our book, Get Off the Retirement Roller Coaster. Just email morgan at pomwealth.net with a screenshot of the review to get your gift. Also, be sure to subscribe so you get notified of new episodes as they're released every week. And finally, Please share our podcast with your favorite social network 
so more of your friends and family can benefit from this information. Always remember, you've worked hard to get where you are, and now you deserve to have a retirement that works hard for you.